the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for your presence today. We are commanded by God to pray without ceasing. God's word assures us that if we wait on him, we shall renew our strength, run and not be weary, walk and not faint. When we apply God's word to our lives, no matter what we may be facing, we can look back and see how God has orchestrated all things for his good. Listen closely with Bible, pen, and paper handy. 1 Corinthians 9, 27a says, 1 Corinthians 9, 27a says, but I discipline my body and keep it under control. Mothers, you must be self-disciplined for your family to maintain proper balance, to set the spiritual tone in your family, the tenor, tone, tenor, and atmosphere in your family. You must not allow television to interrupt and cause your, the atmosphere of your family to change. You must not allow the internet, social media, and for heaven's sakes, politics. Politics can take families under, set people back. Do not allow the news and relationship with people to overrule your godly influence and steal your valuable time. Set healthy boundaries to keep your family going in the right direction. Know when to tell your family, that's enough of that now. Don't you think it's time to pull back from that? Don't tell somebody, shut that thing off. Don't do that. No, don't do that. You know, I think we need to, can can we do something else? I think we can be more productive with our time. It's it's not just what you say, it's how you say what you say. And um, so you be gracious. And that goes for you men too. It's very important that you not allow these things to change the atmosphere or the environment of a home. Number six, you project kingdom influence upon your family by giving a spiritual perspective in response to every negative comment or situation in your family. You project kingdom influence upon your family by giving a spiritual perspective in response to every negative comment or situation in your family. Proverbs 31, 26b says, and on her tongue is the law of kindness. Kindness. Colossians 4, 6 says, let your speech always, always, that always means always, be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you ought to answer each one. Each member of your family, mom, deserves an answer. And you're not going to answer them all the same way because they don't all have the same issues. God will show you how to answer your husband. He'll show you how to answer your oldest child, the non-compliant child, the compliant child, or the child that's trying to find his way. 
Mothers, you know, you know your husband and each of your children. And if you are led by the spirit and not your emotions, you will give a timely spiritual answer at just the right time when it is needed the most to each of them. The right response at the right time to each of them. Teach yourself not to be so easily frustrated. Teach yourself not to yell and scream in order to command respect. Be careful how you answer your husband. And husbands, you be careful how you answer your wife. God is listening to your tone. Number seven. But before I even go to, thank you, Holy Ghost. Before I even go to the next point. Every negative comment in your family ought to be counted with a spiritual answer from the Lord. When someone says something that's negative, discouraging, or ugly, or put down, and you come back with something spiritually positive, uplifting, edifying, and encouraging, you know what? That, that keeps the peace in the house. That keeps the house from having unnecessary tension and stress. And you know what? It teaches people, your family members, hey, I can't go negative because every time I go negative, my mom or dad is going to come with a spiritual timely word that's going to disarm me. Because people can't fight the word. They can't fight a soft answer that turns away wrath. And you do that over and over again, they'll get the message and they'll stop going there because you won't let them go there. You won't let them go there. You let them know, hey, this family is bigger than that. I'm not going to let my conversation stoop down to that level. God expects more of our conversation. Now let's move on. Number seven, bathe your family in encouragement. So many families are starving for encouragement. We, we have a crisis of, of a lack of encouragement. People are more prone to put down, talk about the faults, say what's not. Even when you hear good news, they can't even rejoice in it. They can't encourage the young. They don't encourage the old. They don't encourage children. Even when things go well. But now when things go bad, what happened? How could this? Didn't you know? Oh, they can talk this. But when things go well, can't say nothing. Uh-huh. Pretty good. Well, you know, it should have happened that way. Wait a minute. The Bible says encourage one another, and that's not optional. And when you're encouraging one another, it's not being smart. And by the way, men, when you encourage somebody, some of you men got big voices. Some of you pretty big, and you got big voices. That means you got to tone it down. You got to be intentional about your voice level and be able to connect and reach your family. Bathe your family in encouragement. They will sure need it in a world filled with hate and anger and rage and bitterness and jealousy and bad news after bad news after bad news. First Thessalonians 5, 11 says, therefore, encourage one another. That's not optional. And build up one another. Just as you are doing, when your family has been saturated with encouragement, they will be able to withstand the abusive words that are sure to come at them in a sinful and evil world. Also, never put limits 
on any member of your family's aspirations, dreams, and visions. Never, never put limits or restrictions on any member of your family's aspirations, visions, and dreams. I want to be a doctor. You can't be that. They didn't want to be. Our children were free to be whatever they wanted to be. If they didn't want to be, it was because it was their choice. Whatever they wanted to be. We didn't tell them they couldn't do that. That you, You're not smart enough to do that. Or you haven't done that, anything like that before. I don't know anybody in the family that does that. So why are you going to do it? Oh, no. Oh, no. Let them dream. Let them have aspiration. Let, let them have vision. Let them have all those things. Be their staunch supporter and cheerleader and help them achieve their God-given destiny. Whatever they want to be. If they don't want to go to college, you going to college. Your mama went to college. Your daddy went to college. Look at all your sisters. They all summa cum laude. So you going to. Oh, no. He may decide to be a brick mason and make more money than all of them. Man. I mean, when that freeze came, you, don't, you can't get a plumber to your house, house hardly now. I mean, they just put you on hold and do a quick fix. Say, I'll be back because they got so many folk out there. I mean, plumbers are doing well. Well. College is not for everybody. Don't let them waste it. As a matter of fact, if they know they don't want to go to college, why are you going to waste your money sending them when they're saying, I don't want to go? <laughs> Come on. You got that kind of money? Oh, college is love when you can't make up your mind. They say, oh, take five years. Take seven years. Take ten Take two more. They enjoy your money. <laughs> My goodness. Landscaping business? Boy, they make money. You, you think they don't? Get some landscaping done in your yard. <laughs> y'all laughing because some of y'all had some. Ouch. You also encourage your family when you celebrate life events, celebrate everything, everything, celebrate everything, uh, celebrate significant achievements. If they didn't make it all F's and make a C, celebrate that C. Ooh, you made a C, praise God. Ooh, that's the best looking C. We received that in the name of Jesus. God Almighty, you made a C. <laughs> Just because a child started off slow does not necessarily mean they're going to end up slow. You, you work with them. Oh, I got stories about me. And if I tell you my story, you say, wow. You know, and some of y'all got stories too. You just don't want anybody to know it. I never, I never get me and one of my brothers. I'm not going to call his name. I'm looking at him now. We, we talked about our humbling beginning. I, and I looked at him. He said, well, that was my problem too. I said, you too? I said, how come you didn't tell me? He said, well, you didn't tell me. <laughs> When you start others getting transparent, you find out that other folk have the same problems and nobody's talking to anybody. You know, some, some, some children are late bloomers, but you keep saying you're going to be all right. 
God's got something special for you. And I can't wait to see what God does through you and to you and for you. You my child, but even more, you God's child. I'm just going to wait on God. I love you, boy. I love you, daughter. And I'm going to wait until God works. Give them hope. Celebrate significant achievements. Let your family know how important they are to you and that they have worth. They have value. Encouragement builds up your family emotionally. Encouragement uh, gives your family, your children, your grandchildren, it builds up their self-esteem, their self-image. It builds up their self-confidence. Does all of that. The power of encouragement. And yet you know better, but you won't release it. Or you're slow to release it. Slow to release it. You, you think people look good, smell good, got money, got education, but, uh, but, but they need encouragement too. They could be on the brink of suicide and your word of encouragement could have been the very word that kept them from killing themselves. But they look good to you so you say nothing because of your own jealousy. You size them up and figure they, they don't need it. They look too dressed. The car's too nice. They're too degreed. Degreed folk commit suicide. We all need encouragement. Even a dog loves to be petted. He come under you. He's not going to run from you. You all around his ears. <laughs> Tell just it to wagon. Dogs like encouragement. Number eight. Mothers, you should use your influence to model godly character traits before your family. You should use your influence to model godly character traits before your family. Allow me to give you a few of these and we'll be done. What are some of the character traits you should model? A, using your influence for doing good and not evil. All of us have influence. Proverbs 31, 12 says, she does him good and not evil all the days of her life. You have influence as a mother. You have influence as a father, a grandparent. You have influence as a church leader in this church. You have influence as a Sunday school teacher, as a counselor, a coordinator, me as a pastor. And I can use my influence to be a blessing to you, or I can use my influence to to play games, to manipulate, and to gain favoritism and, and all kinds of stuff to make me look good. But you know something? I'm not stutting trying to promote me. I've gotten too old for that. Because when I try to do something for me and try to do something evil, get under you underhanded evil and all that, you know, uh, I lose. And I've been taught in my ministry to take the high road. Don't go low because everybody else is going low. You go high when folk go low. Take the high road. And don't worry about who gets the credit. As long as God is glorified. As a matter of fact, start asking yourself this question. I'm worried about my name didn't get called. It wasn't on the program. 
I wasn't put here. I, I didn't get this. I should have had this. Why was this? You ought to ask yourself, a hundred years from now, what difference will it make? Start asking yourself that question. And you know what? Then you'll start keeping the main thing, the main thing. Just say, you know what? I'm all bent out of shape about this little thing right here or whatever that is. But a hundred years from now, who cares? Only what you do for Christ will last. Never do evil for evil. A godly trait, another mom is being trustworthy. Proverbs 31, 11a says, the heart of a husband safely trusts her. A trustworthy mother is one who is loyal. She is faithful. His heart trusts her. She's dependable. She manages the household well. She manages the funds, the budget well. She's not wasteful. She can get a whole lot out of a little bit. Another trait is, character trait, is she's a homemaker who is a hard worker and provides for her family. You know, she's a homemaker. She's a hard worker. She wants a clean house. She wants an organized house. It's not all torn up. You teach your children how to organize the house. Proverbs 31, 13 through 15 says she seeks wool and flax and and willingly works with her hands. She is like the merchant ships. She brings her food from afar. She also rises while it is yet night, sometimes four days in the morning, and provides food for her household and a portion for her maidservants. A mother as a homemaker does whatever it takes to make sure her family needs are met by using her skills to bring in extra income. She is not lazy. A godly mother, she does not procrastinate. I get it next year, next month, next week. But she gets up early and she stays up late to ensure her home is in order and that everything gets done. Another godly trait of a, of a godly mother And a mother of influence is this. Her presence and influence in her home are priceless. Her presence and influence in her home are priceless. Proverbs 31.10b says, for her worth is far above rubies. You ever tried to buy some rubies? I'm not talking about this little fake stuff. When a virtuous mother is not around, the whole family feels the effects of her absence. A woman of influence, she is the glue that holds the family together. This is why she's so priceless. People shook up. Where's mama? Where's the meal? Folk can't cook. I don't smell nothing because mama not there. Some of you can't make tuna. I might be talking about me because my tuna don't come out that good. I don't know what's wrong with my tuna. It misses something. I got to take See, I missed it that time. You ever fixed something and threw it away? <laughs> I can't boil water. <laughs> this is why her value is priceless. Another character quality of a mom is she makes sure she and her family 
are neat and well-groomed. She makes sure that her family are neat and well-groomed. Proverbs 31, 21 through 22 says, she is not afraid of snow for her household. She gets out. You know, back in Louisiana, uh, when I, going back to Little Boy and stuff, it, it's cold out there. They didn't have all this, like, this gas and stuff and all that. You had to go out there and cut the puck wood and put it in the fireplace. You, if you didn't cut the wood, you didn't get fire. Matter of fact, you cut the wood to put it in the stove even. And they put that big old thing on top and get hit up. You know, you have to work to cook. Somebody know, anybody, if you know what I'm talking about, these young folk don't know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about? Raise your hand. I mean, you had to get out there and you, you didn't say it was cold outside or it's snow. You, hey, you had to get out there and do the work in the cold. For all her household is clothed with scarlet. She makes tapestry for herself. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. That's royalty. A godly mother uses her influence by having dignity in how she dresses before her family and her own looking world. She makes sure that what she and her children wears does not send the wrong message to others. I mean, you look at the message you you have on the shirt. You, you, you look at it. You don't just put anything on there. Be careful. It's sending a message. You know, I... I still wear my Christian T-shirts, especially when I know I'm going to be out all day and doing a lot of honeydew things and moving around and uh, shopping for the house. And I put on a, I purposefully put on a Christian T-shirt. You ever see the comments, the stares, some resentful, some say, I love that shirt. Some say, Mara, nah, nah, nah. They're trying to pronounce it. What does that word mean? Strangely, I don't see Christian t-shirts. Where have they gone? Or do you have them, but you just won't wear them because you are too intimidated by society? Satan don't care about how he looks. What happened to the Christian t-shirts that send Christian messages? So she guards what our children wear. It has to be appropriate. You got this tattoo business going on and people tattoo. Listen, you got you got to watch what you put on your body. It hurts coming on. And it hurts coming off. And it don't come off easy. Look how quiet it's getting. Even in the Lord's church, I'm talking about the church now, men and women should be discreet, chaste, and modest in their dress. You shouldn't have a split coming all the way up where I'm just, you know, trying to preach. You interfering. Look how quiet it's getting. If you got a split, I'm sorry. I didn't look at it. You know, I didn't know. You know. And, and that goes for men, too. Sometimes men wear pants that are too tight, and it becomes revealing, too. You can be a distraction in the worship, and folk come here to worship, and they're, they're trying to say, holy, holy, holy. But when they look at you, they say, Lord, help me, help me, help me. Help me, Lord, help me, help me, help me, help me, help. Lord, I need some help. No, keep me saying holy, holy, holy. That's right. Don't come with, stop having these dresses coming 
up so short. And then you started pulling, trying to pull it. It ain't coming down anymore. You're just pulling. And it's not coming down anymore. It's not coming down. It's not coming down. You knew it was up there when you left the house. The word of God admonishes us to wait patiently on him and he will give us the desires of our hearts. We must pray, meditate, commune, and wait on God. We must fight against the I, me, and my right now syndrome that perpetuates today's society. God and God alone is the answer to everything. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at maranathaessay.org where you will find an archive of audio messages, service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and so much more. You can also reach us at 210-821-5683. Maranatha Bible Church is located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, 78109, directly across from Randolph Air Force Base. If you would like to make a special donation to support the radio ministry of Maranatha Bible Church, please visit our website at maranathasa.org. Select the Give option and choose the radio broadcast support fund. Thank you very much for your generosity. Throughout the Bible, we are reminded of the immeasurable gifts God has given us. One of those gifts is the miraculous gift of motherhood. The Maranatha Bible Church family invites you to join us on Mother's Day, Sunday, May 14th at 10 a.m. as we thank God and honor all mothers during our Mother's Day worship celebration. Come and be blessed as we praise God together on this special day. The Maranatha Bible Church family will celebrate its 35th church anniversary on Sunday, May 21st at 10 a.m. We invite you to rejoice with us as we praise God for all he has done through the faithfulness and leadership of Pastor Rander Draper Sr. and Sister Darlene Draper. Come and celebrate the goodness of God through the unwavering obedience and faithfulness to our Lord and Savior. You will be blessed. The Maranatha Bible Church family invites you to an interactive, life-changing adventure for the entire family during our annual Vacation Bible School held Sunday through Thursday, June 4th through 8th at 6 p.m. daily. Join us as we sing, pray, and explore Bible stories as we unearth the truth about Jesus. Grow in your faith with us as we celebrate and give thanks to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.